Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. I know it's been a minute, but after the way the draft live stream went, I didn't really want to do too much for a little bit. So uh, I got my head around and we're back. I'm going to try to keep the uploads going, not just here on the audio platforms. I'm going to keep start to get the YouTube rolling with some daily uploads. I'll see how long I'll last, but nevertheless, let's get into it. Um, my half a meatball of the week this week is, I think, one of the worst ones I've seen in a while. The Utah Jazz decided to pay Rudy Gobert five years, $208 million, uh, for a guy who is uh, layups in defense. I'm a more of a defensive guy myself, but there's no way I could uh, say if I was a GM that I want to pay Rudy Gobert over $150 million. Eh, maybe 175 for Gobert, but that'd be about as high as I'd go. That's a little bit much. What do you think? Uh, I do think that, I mean, for a guy that's literally, like you just said, rebounds and layups, I, I don't know why you're putting over 200000 into a guy who can literally do nothing but those two things. In my opinion, it's on a waste of money for that organization. He's not even the number one option on that team. I don't even think Mitchell gets that much. I know Mitch, I know Mitchell doesn't get that much money. Yeah, to me, it's... Well, he'll get it next time, probably. Gobert was up for the big deal. I would have... I don't know. They don't get me all moving with a contract like that either, not very easily, especially Gobert. I mean, Westbrook and guys like that are different different because they can be a first option, but Gobert's your Robin guy, and you're paying him like that. The only way that I could see him being worth even remotely what he just got paid, and like I'm not sure if you agree, is if he were to develop somewhat of a shot. That's the only way I think he's worth it all. I think he's got Drummond syndrome. He wants the ball too much. I don't think he'll ever have a shot. So, I don't... But if, but if he somehow does, he probably won't. You're probably right. But, like, if he does, it's the only way he's remotely worth what he just got paid. Yeah, and that's a pipe dream because I don't see yeah. that happening. So it's easy. So end of story, he's not worth what he got paid in my opinion. No, I didn't even think he was worth his last contract. That was fairly high. I think he got five years, a hundred. Now give. Now that was before the cap went up, but I still, I don't think that highly of Gobert. I think he's just a level above Drummond. Uh, I think he brings yeah. the same thing that Drummond brought. Uh, now, I say that because I think Drummond is a rebound guy, whereas Gobert's a defensive guy, the blocks guy. Drummond's a rebounder, Gobert's a blocks guy. And I just don't really see how any of the guys that are just one-dimensional like that get these large contracts. Now, the other guys that have the biggest deals, Giannis just got his. You know Giannis can do it on both ends. Who's the he other one? Hurt. I think well, who is it? Westbrook, maybe? Westbrook's up there. Guys yeah. like Harden, I mean, Davis. I don't think LeBron's up there, but he's made enough money off of Nike. He's not that worried about it. Um, although he is a top guy in the league, but I still don't. I mean, this is the first time I can really say myself that I've ever. that athletes are getting paid too much because Gobert is nowhere near in that level. I usually kind of just let it pass because they have skill, but Gobert is not. He's not even the best French player to ever play. Tony Parker is the best French player to ever yeah. play, and he's getting this deal. This is this is going to just be like a domino effect, and you're going to see guys that are a little bit above mediocre possible all-stars get these massive deals that they do not deserve. 
Not that I'm I'm not against the guy for getting the money. I I was I mean he got the money good for him, but I really don't think the team. They're kind of I guess that they they're shooting themselves in the foot, but they're also stuck between a rock and a hard place because they don't really have a center. Although I do think the rookie as a bouquet could do about what Gobert's doing in a couple of years. So this is kind of stupid in my opinion. Do you? But I mean, okay, as a bouquet, yes. But do you? Do 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 you think the Jazz had a choice? Like, who else do they have on that team? I would have rolled with as a bouquet as to pay Gobert this much money. Yeah. I would have rather you're I, already shooting yourself in your foot in the foot one way. You might as well just let the dice roll and see yeah. what you can get out of Gobert somewhere else on the previous contract. Now he's not movable. Too much. He's, they got too much in him now for him to move. I mean, West. But like I said, Westbrook had that big deal, but Westbrook can do a lot of things. Gobert is only like one or two dimensional. It's just not. I would say too, just because he's got defense well, and. He- finish inside but even then the finishing isn't the best no the finishing is not that he's he's okay i mean most of the shots he gets is just off of and it's not shots it's layups but it's off of donovan mitchell just finding him in good spots or anybody on the team finding him in good spots after spider drops 30 and has to hand it off if they didn't have donovan mitchell after go after hayward left i this team would be nowhere near where it is now and we'll talk about that in a minute where i have them placed in the conference but yeah i this team does not need to they didn't well they did it but they did not need to do this this is puts them back in my opinion this holds them back because uh you can't afford i'm it's a good thing they signed clarkston because you're giving guys that go bear money you're not gonna have a lot of money for the pieces to get you to the next level i would agree all right let's move on that's enough of that um Next thing we're going to talk about is James Harden. Uh, will he get moved? I uh, was thinking maybe today, yes, but the more I've seen come out, especially now that Miami's pulled off the table, I think it's highly unlikely. Uh, what do you think? I've heard multiple sources say that he's looking at teams like the 76ers, but that's probably not going to happen. Well, they want too much. The Rockets wanted Ben Simmons. Yeah, And okay. now Thibault and three picks. Which is well, Thibault is not that big of a deal, but they ain't yeah. But on top of Simmons, that's too much. But I've also heard the Raptors are trying, and the well, the Heat were. So I've really, I've heard the Raptors are trying for Ben or Harden. I don't think either one's gonna happen. I hope, but you never know. Philly's gotta see how Ben does this season. They moved all those pieces to get the shooters to surround him, and for them to throw it away right now when they're just trying to see how it is is not very smart. I think they need to hold Ben for at least one more year. And he's not going to lose value because people want him unless unfor- unless in some unforeseen, unforeseen reason he got a big injury, which I don't. I hope doesn't happen and I don't see happening. Uh, but Simmons is going to hold his value. You just kind of got to see how the cards are this season. More he went in there and really flipped the whole team upside down. He got Horford out of there which was the big reason I think they were not doing as well because they paid Horford so much. Uh, they may have gotten Butler to stay if they hadn't paid Horford as much because they would have been able to give Jimmy some more money, but that's neither here nor there. And they've got Curry now. They've got Danny Green. They've got some other shooters that I can't f- remember right now, but they're in a good position. 
Um, and again, I'll talk about that in a minute where I see them in the conference, but I think they're edging their way towards the upper. Um, yeah, I have my spot for them, but I'll say that in a minute. Well, let's get into that. Uh, that's I don't think James Harden's getting moved. That's the end of that. But uh, he might. Uh, but the more I see come out, it's just not going to happen, in my opinion. Okay, let's start with the East. Do you want me to do mine first, or you want to do yours? It's up to you. Are you, like, really set on your stuff? Uh, yeah, pretty. Yeah, I got it listed on both conferences. So, if you have a list, go first. Cause I'm going to go 15. I'm going to list uh, from 15 to 1 in each Jesus. conference. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I got my worst team and probably, I think, both conferences is the Knicks. I got Knicks at 15, Cleveland at 14, Detroit at 13. Kind of wish they were at 14, but I feel like they're going to play just well enough to be there about the fifth pick uh, come draft time. Charlotte at 12, uh, Chicago at 11, Orlando dropping down to 10. I got Atlanta at 9, just barely out of it, even though I'd like to see them in there. I got Washington just barely slipping in at 8, uh, Indiana at 7, Toronto at 6, Miami at 5, Ooh. Philly at 4, Celtics at 3, Nets at 2, and Milwaukee at 1. You got the Nets at 2. Okay. I think they're going to win a lot of games. Dan Tony's kind of offense always wins in the regular season, and then you got to remember you got Durant there anyway, so that's how I feel about that. Okay. What do you get? You can do me, just eight if you want to. I don't mean. I was just, just thinking. I'll go that. eight because, like, don't the first eight matter? Yeah. I was. The most? Yeah. Okay. Eight in the. Okay, so we're going east first. Eight. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the Bulls. The Bulls, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going underdog. No, I, you think what you want. I just think they're a little too inconsistent, but keep you going. You got seven. Seven in the east. Mm-hmm. You want to start from one and go down? That way you got less to... Maybe, yeah. One, Bucks. Two. Holy... I'm going to go Celtics. I'm going to go big. I thought they oh, could be there. Big. I just was thinking different. Three, Raptors. Four, Nets. Five, Hole. That's fun. Five, I'm gonna say. So they got Philly, Miami, Indiana, Washington. Yeah. Five is Miami. Six is Philly. Um, seven is who's 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 left. You got Indiana, Washington, Atlanta, Orlando, Chicago. You yeah. already listed at eight, I think. So you're kind of just Orlando. Not... Orlando, not no. Um, damn, it's hard to say before the season even starts. Um. Mm, the Pacers at what am I nine? Seven. Nine. Seven. Seven. And then you the had you had Chicago at eight. Flip that the magic at eight. You think magic at eight? I think the yeah. magic unless Cole Anthony is really an X factor, I don't think the magic are making the playoffs this year. I think with Russell Westbrook pairing up with Beal, I think they're guaranteed at least bottom tier playoff spot in the East because the East is garbage anyway i think atlanta will be like a game off of them i think it'll be a fight i think it'd be like phoenix was back in the day with bledsoe but i could also see the magic being eight over the bulls for obvious reasons yeah it depends on how vucevic plays if he goes back to the when he was playing for a contract i could see that more but if he plays like he did last season i don't see him being an x factor to put them over 
He did have a fairly decent season, but it's just not enough. Aaron Gordon's got to be consistent. Uh, Folks could take another leap, so that's an option. But I might go to 15 deep, so the Knicks are last. Knicks are, all right. I think the Bulls are second last. You think the Bulls are second last? Yes. I thought <laughs> you had the Bulls at eight. No, I fl- no, no, you no. flipped it. Oh, you got them. You got them down yeah. then. No, mm-hmm. all right. I got the Cavs ahead of them by a spot, and then I got the Pistons. Why you got Detroit so high? I want them to suck. They need that pick. Well, I mean, every time they try to tank, they win more than they should. So well, I'm gonna say, well, yeah. yeah. Plus, they have a decent team. They really do now. This is decent. Kelly. I mean, I don't know about Plumlee at the center, but we'll see how that works I don't out. Know, He's both decent. The center for us, so I guess we'll see both. Of yeah. Our teams. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of um, why I had you guys down to six in Toronto. That's just that was my big thing putting you down a little bit was just cuz of the center. Probably like 10. I put I put them at 8. I think Russ is going to have a good season cuz last year he he's going to want to prove himself is why I have him there. And he's going to He's going to build a dish or two. He's going to have this Denny guy off the bench or, or starting depending who can shoot. You have a bunch of shooters. Beal, who can shoot. This Denny guy. Uh, you got Bertans, who shot like 45 last season. And then yeah. you got Thomas Bryant down low, a decent rim protector. But we'll see. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of Wizards, so you could be right. Where do you have the Hornets? I, didn't, I don't know. The Hornets are 12. I don't see them, especially with Hayward coming right off the bat with a fractured finger. I don't see them. They looked decent in the preseason, though. Yeah, but they played the Magic. And the Magic are... The Magic are good. They're borderline playoffs. Uh, they're right there at the eight. Um, well, I mean, people are worrying about the Hornets. Are going to be worrying about Lamelo. He's well, played good. So, I mean, that's the bright side for them. He had a bad night. The one I watched, he didn't make one shot. He made a layup and a free throw. I watched the I watched. one against the Raptors, and then I watched the one against the Magic where he had. A we'll talk game. about that later, but I think that could have possible implications for Rookie of the Year if he plays like yes. that. Um, but I think uh, the reason why I've got Charlotte so low is just what I saw Cole Anthony was able to do to them. And I think if Cole Anthony can do it, they're going to have issues with other guys doing it too. I yeah, just I don't see the defensive side of the ball there quite yet. Uh, they might have to bring Rozier up for some matchups. Uh, maybe I don't know where Ball is going to fit in there, whether he's going to be a sixth man or even eighth spot in the rotation. I think he's going to get minutes, but I don't see him starting quite yet from what I've seen. Maybe yeah. by the end of the season. Okay. West time. Let's see what we got. For yeah, West. West time. I'll start at my. I'll start at fifteen again. Yeah. Uh, at fifteen, I got OKC. I think that's just Ooh. that's how it's gonna be. I think Shea will have a good year, but I don't think it'll be. That's that. Thing, see, they've got me thrown because they do have a decent, uh, good talent there, especially pulling Horford down there. That's got, what I was saying. I thought I, he was gonna. But the West is so so deep. It's gonna be hard for them to get it going. As I'll show you, and you might be surprised by some of my uh, movement here in the West. But we'll get. We'll keep going. And I'll talk more later. But OKC at fifteen, Sacramento at fourteen, Minnesota moving up one spot because of Edwards at thirteen, San Antonio at twelve. Really no change. Memphis at eleven. New Orleans at ten. Utah at 9, Phoenix at 8, Houston at 7, Portland at 6, Denver at 5, Golden State at 4, Dallas at 3, Clippers at 2, and Lakers at 1. 
Mm. It was uh, it was hard to do the eighth seed. I actually changed it once or twice because there's so many teams that are just barely there but not quite there. Yeah, I think. Well, let me. For me personally, I'd put the the um the Pels at eight. Okay. I think they have a chance. I'm gonna go from fifteen the same way as you. I'm saying, I'm saying the Kings and last for me. Okay, I don't. I was close to that, but I. I say OKC and fourteen, thirteen, many, twelve. Hmm, probably the Spurs. Yeah. Eleven. I'm gonna say the Suns. I think they're good, but they're not like top ten yet. Okay. Ten. I'm gonna give it to. Have I said Memphis? No, Memphis. Mm-hmm. Nine. I'm gonna give it to Portland. Eight. I'm gonna give it to the Pels. Seven. I'm gonna say Utah. Okay. Six. I'm gonna say Denver. Fifth, I'm going to say the Warriors. Fourth, I'm going to go with... Damn. You still got a Houston out there. I don't know oh. if you misstepped on that one. Oh, or if no. you actually no. feel they're that high. Wait, no. Fifth, Houston. Fourth, Warriors. Third. Oh, my God. Yeah, Dallas Clippers and Lakers. Oh, yeah. Out there. I, it's, it's the exact order you just said. I think that actually... Dallas in second. Well, it depends on. First and third, and Warriors in the first spot. I mean, no. Warriors, Lakers in the first spot. Yeah, yeah. I think Dallas depends on how healthy Porzingis can get and how fast. I think Luke that is still going to get you wins because they even without Porzingis in the playoffs, he still took them to seven. So. Um, That's yeah. why I think they're number two in yeah. the West. I think Denver's I had a hard time saying the Warriors were going to be the fourth, but only because. I think without more than, like, I mean, I guess they have Ooh, like, they, they have Kelly. Oubre, Wiggins. Yeah. And Wiseman, I know they have Steph, defensive Steph's a big though. guy for that team. But I don't, I I really only said four, because, I mean, like, other it's, than them, it's hard. But I feel like they're either going to be fourth through six, is my opinion. It's Kerr's system that'll keep them there. If it was just a normal coach, uh, somebody else, I, I, I'd I'm say not going to name one. He would, they would be lower if it wasn't for Kerr's system. Kerr knows what he's doing. And the, uh, you had Phoenix at 10. I, I think they're going to be higher than that just because I thought OKC was going to suck last season and Chris Paul brought him to the playoffs. So that's why I have them higher. Then. Yeah, and, and I think Utah, I, Conley's going to get older. They haven't six. really fixed the point guard position. Mitchell's not a point guard. Uh, maybe Clarkston yeah. will help, but Utah's kind of right there, but not for me. I think Houston's going to have issues with James Harden for a lot of the season. That's why I had them so low. Um, and if they decide if they have to trade in midseason i think that's going to hurt their chemistry and they'll have they'll be down a little bit um what else did i say oh i memphis not having jaron jackson jr for the first half of the year is going to tank them because they are yeah. not they are too young to be missing big guys like that they don't have anybody clark's fine but he's undersized so they don't really have anybody to help at that four position with him out but once they get him back, they're probably going to make a late push. But I don't think it's going to be enough, especially the way that that the West is stacked this year. Um, yeah, true. I see the Clippers at two because I think Paul George is going to come out like a 
He's just going to be on another level because he's going to just have heard the media all year. He's either going to do that or he's going to be the same he was. But I think Paul George is going to pick it back up because he's really hurt his reputation and he's going to want to help fix that. Uh, We'll see if that happens or not. But yeah, that's pretty much the order. Uh, that's just that's way too early. That's just. What do you think about the Pels at eight though? For me, I I I, I think they can do it with Zion. And uh, it depends. I don't. Um, I'm not really sure how they're gonna be positionally right now. I think they're pretty well the same team as last year, and which is why I have them in about the same spot as they finished because. Um, I th- like I said, I think the West has gotten stronger, and it's going to be harder for a team like that to make it in, even if they are fairly good. Like, that's that's a six seed in the East, that kind of a team. I mean, even, the East has gotten better too, though, I will say that. But still, they would have more of a chance in the East than they do in the West. I do I, like I, Zion I, a lot, though. I do like watching Zion, but I just don't And know. he had a good preseason. I know it's preseason, but he had a good one. Well, if Ingram plays at the level he played at, uh, which we did not see in the preseason, uh, but it's preseason. Uh, Ingram's got to play that way. Lonzo has been more aggressive to shoot. I like the way Lonzo looks. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see how this shapes up. Let's move on to the the our way too early uh, awards. See, that's hard because it seems like damn, that's hard. Huh. Which one? The the awards. Yeah, cause it's like. <laughs> I'll go first. I'm gonna go with. Okay. I'm gonna leave the MVP for last. I'll go with my lesser awards. All right. Uh, coach of the year. I got Steve Nash. I almost wrote down Vogel, but I feel like Nash is gonna be the new, and people like new, so they're gonna vote for him. I feel like he's gonna have a fairly good team, fairly good season with a fairly good team. I like Dimwitty off the bench for them, and I think. Uh, under the training of Nash, I think Dimwitty could take a big step. He'll probably have to leave. Uh, I think Dinwiddie will be a starting point guard within the next three seasons. Uh, he's already good, and then Nash will help that much more. Uh, sixth man, I got Harrell. I think he's going to be a big beast for the Lakers off the bench. Hopefully for them, he shows up in the playoffs, something he hasn't done before, but who knows. Uh, it doesn't. It'll be easier for him on a team with LeBron and Davis. There's less spotlight on him, so he'll be able to slip in there. Uh, defensive player of the year, I got Giannis going back to back. I couldn't really think of anybody who would overtake. Maybe Davis gets in here, but I got Giannis. Uh, most improved, I got Lonzo, just for the fact that um, uh, Stanburn Gundy and all the guys on the team have told him to shoot more, and if he finally does, I think that's going to take his game to the next level, uh, if he does it consistently. Rookie of the year... I got Wiseman, just for consistency. He's going to be, a, a, I think, a 15 and 10 a night on Golden State uh, just because of the way they move the ball, and he's just going to get rebounds because that's what he does. Maybe a couple blocks, who knows. Uh, probably one block. I'd say one or a half a block, but he'll be good defensively too. Uh, I got him over La, over LaMelo because I think LaMelo is going to be inconsistent. I almost put LaMelo, but... And my MVP is Luca because I think he already took a big step in the bubble and he's had a couple more months to figure it out. So that's who I got. Wait, who did you say for the MVP? My 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 audio cut out. Luca. Luca. Because he was um, already good in the bubble and he's had more time to figure it out. My coach of the year. 
I'm gonna go with I I I would go with Steve Nash too. Honestly, like what he's I think got he's, to work It's with the new. Year. It's the new thing. People like new anyway. I could see Steve Nash being in the coach of the year, and then most improved, right? Six man. Well, you can go six most man? improved if you want. Six man. Um. Well, if you have most improved, just go. To, you can come back. My most improved was probably gonna. Honestly, I, I've watched a lot of the Pels already this season. I know I might have like cruised you for watching the Pels so much, but like. Lonzo shooting more is definitely. Well, I've I've been kind of disappointed with the Pels just a hair because I mean it's not uh, disappointment as much as I'm just seeing they're changing it a little bit. Zion hasn't really been going for as much dunks. He's been going for lays, which should get him better in his long run, in the long run. But I do like Zion's dunks, so he'll get some events. He'll be on the highlight reels, just not as much. So I could see Zoe as being most improved. Then we got sixth man. That's hard. Damn. Um. Damn. This is why it's hard to predict like this early. Um. I think hmm. another guy. I don't know. I'm not trying to help you or anything, but I think Hero could be big off the bench for Miami this next year if he I takes another leap. Thought Hero was a starter for that team. No, he's not. It depends. They switch lineups so much. Well, okay, if he's Dragic off the bench, more than starting, Tyler Hero, I'm not just saying that because you said it. If he's off the bench, Tyler Hero, easily. Easily. Well, he's got to be consistent because that was a big issue in the finals and the playoffs, but I know what you're saying. Defensive player of the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. If defensive player of the year, Greek. It's hard to compete with a guy that has a seven-foot, what, five wingspan? Yeah. I think. Um, well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. Yeah, I have no idea what his actual wingspan is. It's seven it's five. Long. <laughs> yeah. And then rookie uh, MVP. Well, you can go rookie of the year or MVP. You still haven't done those. Rookie yet. of the year. Lamelo. I, okay. I just think if he can find the be... consistency, he can be there. The only thing I think is going to hurt him is nights when he has zero points. If he does that crap when it gets going. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that for sure. I totally agree. And then MVP, Hope. Greek with the three-peat. <clears throat> okay, I could see that, but I just, I don't know. Luke is, coming this, Luke is coming for it, whether he gets it this season or next season. Luke is going to get it in the next two. I just don't think it's this I year, see Luke winning honest. three in his career. I think he's going to be just dominant at one point. I think he's already edging his way that way. I think he's just going to be, there's going to be a point where, I think this is what you're going to see the modern day Larry Bird start to come out. It, that's, he's going to be. I can get, I, 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 I can agree with that. He's going to just be another level. I think he'll, I mean, Larry Bird was good and he's, he was held back by not being able to shoot. But I, I just think Luke is going to end up being higher all time than Larry Bird by the end just because of the way the league is now. Yeah. But Luke is coming for that MVP. All right, we're going to switch tough. over to NFL now. Um, I don't know how much you've watched, but I've been keeping track for a little bit. I've been watching the I games. I have not been, been watching the NFL, to be I've been doing a little bit of sports betting, not too much. I've been playing. They give you free bets on FanDuel. I've been playing those because why put my own money when I can bet with theirs? Uh, but 
I haven't been hitting too hard with those. I won once for nine bucks, but that was about it. Um, but our first topic is: Did the Steelers give false hope? Steelers started out eleven and zero, and then against the who did they lose? Oh, they lost to the Washington Football Team. Um, set what did they, they lost by one touchdown, and they just. They could not even run the ball, and they can't. They haven't all season. They've just been able to out-throw everybody. And uh, they lost again the next week to the Bills because the Bills are just a better all-around team. And now I'm kind of riding the Bills a little bit more than I was the Steelers now, just looking at it. And Bills and Chiefs, who knows? I mean, at this point, it's up in the air. Chiefs have not changed, so it's going to be hard to beat the Chiefs. But the Steelers, I think we're not that good uh, all around. They played really well in the past game, but if you can't rush the ball, it's not going to do a lot. Um, uh, Big Ben's been back to form. Uh, that's good to see. Uh, I mean, 11 got... and 2 to me is not false hope. Well, <laughs> no, they had, they just played really well. They the problem with them is they always play down to their competition. They never like cruise anybody. They always just play good enough to win, and that's been yeah. them. That's been them hard in the last two weeks to the point where they've kind of dipped in people's mind. They also, I, they may run maybe six or seven times a game. It's not anything like that's. That's very easy to predict and very easy to, to. Uh, but to be to fair, how many times did? The how many times did the Chiefs run with Mahomes at the QB? Well, they run. They were running with Carlos Edwards Hilaire quite a bit lately, but he got hurt last week, and now they got Bell. They run. They run enough where you don't know what's happening. They run so they they will run it so they don't become predictable. Predictable, even though Mahomes could get rushed and just run back ten yards and drop a dime right to Tyreek or Kelsey. Anybody on like that, that. Team. But they, they have uh, the Steelers are just way too predictable for anybody to trust them uh, right now uh, to just say like put money on that they're gonna win the Super Bowl at the moment. They've got to they've got to get back to what they were. Their defense is top tier. I mean, it's the return of the Iron Wall. Uh, but they um, I don't know about them right now. Uh, they've got to get back to what they were doing the first couple weeks. They've got to kind of, they got to quit kind of playing down, like I said, to their competition and get back to what they were. Well, they weren't. They've always played down to the competition this season. They've got to take it to another level and just be ready to come in every game and just crush the other team. Um, yeah. They play the Bengals today. Uh, we're recording on Monday, six o'clock. I think tip off for that game is about eight twenty-five Eastern. Uh, so if they lose to the Bengals, then people should be worried in Pittsburgh. You mean the kickoff? The kickoff, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, what's a tip off in football? <laughs> yeah, 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 but Basketball. if they lose to the Bengals this week, people in Pittsburgh got to be worried because they don't even have Burrow down in in uh, there. Down. If they lose to the Bengals, they should just not be a football team. They're not losing. Well, they got to get it together. This is a real show of whether they've got it or not. Well, not really, but <laughs> not whether the they've got it or not, but whether they are serious contenders or not. Because if they lose to the Bengals, they're a joke. 
You start off high. It's like the Bears starting off five and zero and then going down, losing like five in a row. It just doesn't look good. Okay. Oh. I'm losing to the especially without Burrow. I mean, with Burrow yeah. there, you can say, "Oh yeah, Burrow had a good game." But I mean, with nothing there, it's not gonna happen. It's probably not gonna happen whether the Bengals put up a fight or not. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna move on to the MVP. It's been a while. Uh, I looked at, I think it's CBS Sport or or somebody's rankings right now, and they've got. Mahomes at one, Rogers at two. Yes, sir. Uh, what is his name? Allen and Buffalo. That that hurts. Josh Allen and Buffalo. Uh, Russell Wilson at four, and Henry at five. Derrick Henry, who's been popping off too. Henry's done pretty good. Uh, Mahomes has got the best record here at thirteen and one. The Chiefs. I mean. He does so well with the Chiefs, and just the system, the players, they're just so good. It's hard for Mahomes not to play well, especially with his arm and just the line that they've got for him there. But for me, I don't have Mahomes at one, even though they do. I mean, Mahomes gets a lot of help. But what Aaron Rodgers has done this year with that Packers team, with just having Devontae Adams basically to throw to consistently, the rest of the receivers aren't, they aren't pro bowlers by any means. Uh, but what Rodgers has been able to do, uh, now 11-3 and three with that team, he's just, I think he's he either hit it or was about to hit 40 touchdowns on the season. That's that's really, really good. Uh, and he hasn't done that since last time he won the MVP in 2011. So I think Rodgers, Rodgers is my MVP at this point. Now this game that he plays... Uh, versus Derrick Henry and the Titans, that will decide whether he gets the MVP or not because not just for me, but for anybody who votes for MVP is going to be watching this hard to see what he does. And if Rodgers falters and Henry plays well, Henry may move up this list a few spots. And uh, But if Henry moves up and Rodgers moves down, there's no way anybody but Mahomes is getting it, getting the MVP this year. Uh, but Rodgers, I think Rodgers is really the only one running at Mahomes for MVP at this point. Um, Allen, Josh Allen looks good in Buffalo, but he's not the same as Rodgers. Uh, Rodgers, this is probably, uh, maybe Rodgers has got a couple more years like this, but this is really probably his last MVP run, uh, because they should get him some more help next year. Um. But they've already decided that they want a new quarterback, so we'll see how long Rodgers lasts. But I think he's got a good chance at the MVP. Um, I think he's pissed off. That's why he's playing so good. Well, I would be too. He wasn't even doing that bad, and he lacks good receivers, and they had a top-tier pick. They could have picked up a decent wide receiver for him, but they didn't. And uh, now he's now he's showing them what he can do. Uh, whether he has good talent or not. I mean, uh, Devontae Adams is good talent, but other than that, he's struggling. Uh, my last, uh, well, it's not my last, but my last part of NFL news, um, well, an NFL topic, is have we have we seen the last of Carson Wentz in Philly? Carson Wentz is on a four-year, $128 million deal, $32 million a year, but... When Wentz is playing, the coach Doug Peterson is 35-32-1, and and without Wentz, the coach is 11-3. Uh, now he's had um, 
Jalen Hurts for two games. He's one and one with Jalen Hurts. But the Eagles, I think, have won four, three or four games all season. I think they're at four. And the way that conference is, not conference, that division is, uh, just with the Cowboys and the Washington football team and the Giants, all of them suck. Not one of those teams in that division does not suck. They all are below 500. The only one that shows any sign of being halfway decent is the Washington football team with Ron Rivera at the head, but they've still got, a, I think they're like 42% on the record, only won 40% of their games. And their defense is the only thing holding them together because the offense is okay with Alex Smith and uh, Terry McLaren, but they're not that good. Um, that whole division is a waste of a playoff spot, in my opinion. They need to let somebody else have that playoff spot if they can't hit 500. Now, if the, now if the football team hits 500, I'll, I'll give it to them. But if you can't hit 500 and you still make the playoffs, NBA, MLB, whatever it is, you shouldn't be there. You have to hit... You have to at least win half your games, in my opinion. Uh, Wentz uh, today came out and said he doesn't want to play in Philly unless he's a starting QB, and I think he's uh, smoking the good, the good leaf if he thinks he's a starting QB anymore with the way he's played. Um, uh, he just plays, he just gets sacked all the time, which is part of Philly's fault. But he still he doesn't, he doesn't have good pocket awareness all the time. He looks. He doesn't look like a he looks like a mediocre starting QB. He may not fit in Philly's system. He may go somewhere else. But the problem is he's getting paid thirty two mil a year. So anybody who trades for him is taking a gamble and not a, it's not the NBA. Thirty two million is not a just a, even some old players get thirty two in the NBA. For somebody to get thirty two in the NFL, you gotta prove yourself that you're worth that. And Wentz has yet to do it because Foles won on the championship. Wentz didn't. They should have stick with Foles. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Jalen Hurts has looked decent. He won against the Saints by touchdown, although that wasn't against Breeze. It was against Taysom Hill, who's also trying to show himself. Uh, he kind of actually reminds me of Wentz a little bit, but I'd rather have Taysom Hill than Carson Wentz at this point, and the contracts are very different. Uh, I really, I don't think, I think Wentz is going to have to sit the bench next year at least. I don't really see anybody moving for him with that kind of a contract. You'd have to be crazy to. Uh, so yeah, that, I don't know if we'll see Carson Wentz ever play starter again in the league because he'll probably have to rot in Philly until his contract's over. Okay, nods on to a Detroit moment. Uh. Um, I think I'm going to talk more about the Pistons this week because the Lions just all around suck. I haven't caught a Lion. I was watching them until about three weeks ago, I think, when they lost. I don't know who they lost to, but they lost because they're the Lions. But at least they fired Patricia. I don't know if I've talked about that on a podcast. I think that happened in my time off. Uh, but uh, the Lions suck. That just is what it is. Now let's talk about a happier subject to an extent with the with the Pistons. I am probably the most happiest I've been with the team in I don't probably as long as I can remember because when I started really paying attention, I was young, mind you, that I didn't really pay attention back when they were rolling in 04. I was too young to even care at that point. 
But the first thing I really remember as a Pistons fan was when they traded Chauncey away for Allen Iverson and really just brought us into this new era of just suck. Constant suck. Nothing. <laughs> Minor playoff runs. Not even runs. Just appearances with a sweep. I don't think... We haven't won a playoff game in my lifetime, I don't think. No, not one. That I've watched. Now, mind you, this is like 08 to now, which hasn't been good at all. Uh, but <laughs> this is the first year I've seen them draft well where I felt like coming into the draft that I knew every player that they drafted was going to be decent. Like before they've drafted like Ellison, who, who the hell is that? I don't know who that is. And I, you guys probably still don't know who it is because he hasn't done anything. That was great by the scouts, by the way. Thank you for Ellison. They've also drafted Jurabko, who, if you watched the 2019 finals, Jurabko airballed more threes than, uh, I don't know. He airballed a lot of threes. I don't know who he airballed more than. But uh, we drafted Austin Day, who, who knows about that. He rotted in his last few years in the Memphis G League. Um, but we drafted good this year. We drafted Hayes, we drafted Sadiq Bay, and we drafted Isaiah Stewart. Now, I still like Stewart, even though he was a low, he was, what did we get him at, 20 or something? Maybe we got him at 18. But I, st I don't mind him. He kind of gives off slight vibes of Big Ben, but not anywhere near Big Ben. I If he turns into another good defensive player like Big Ben, good for the scouting department. But I think he'd be a good backup for us if he stays. We did lose Wood, but uh, Wood needs to go somewhere and spread his wings because we're not in that time span to see Wood and become uh, a star player. We don't need that right now. We need picks because we suck. Um, Seku's taking another step. I like that. Dumboya. Uh, him and Killing Hayes, both from France, both played together. Uh, I like that. And Hayes and Sadiq Bey have both had 10 in the preseason, so I'm excited to see what they do this year. Probably the first time I've really been excited going into a season with the youth in a while. Got rid of Kennard, but uh, I thought we would uh, we had seen the best of Kennard, what he's going to be anyway. He got an extension today for some unknown reason. He got four years, $60 because the Clippers just like to throw money at people for no reason. Uh, Watch him end up being really good. I know he's good, but I just... He wasn't going to do a lot for Detroit. I just would kind of sit there. He's a good shooter, a little bit injury-prone at this point of his career. But if he can put it together, he's going to be a, a J.J. Redick-type player. But then again, just like I said with Wood, he was a little bit ahead of our schedule with the young guys we have. Yeah. Uh, guys like Sekou and Bay, And even now, I've seen Josh Jackson come out of left field and get like... 14 points a game in the preseason. So who knows? Uh, and we've got Svimilakarlu uh, and guys like that that'll take up those minutes that Kennard was holding. And we knew what Kennard was, and he wasn't going to help us get over the hump. So it's time to move on. But, yeah, Detroit, uh, if Blake is healthy, uh, might screw up our tank a little bit uh, with how well we play. I mean, we're not going to be a playoff team, but I think we'll surprise a few teams with a win on some nights, as we always do, as we've done the whole time I've watched them in the last few years. Um, well, the whole time I've watched them, when I've watched them, because I've never seen them be any form of good. So we'll have to see how they turn out. Uh, 
I'll watch Detroit every time I'm on the podcast. We'll have this little thing at the end, and you'll get to see how Detroit's doing. Uh, this has been the 15th episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. Uh, I'm hoping to get back into a schedule, and I hope to see you guys next week. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. And if you're on the podcast platform, uh, thank you for watching. And if you want to, come over to the YouTube. I'm going to start uh, putting more out in the YouTube. Uh, probably short one, it'll be like one edited video a week. Uh, and then you have the podcast and you'll probably have three kind of, since I can't live stream, just kind of, uh, just spewing stuff at the wall, uh, with my face, uh, a little bit of webcam. Uh, so yeah, feel free to come check that out. Uh, thank you for watching.